From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The National Weather Service has confirmed three tornadoes hit Ohio on Monday. Here's ONN's Steve Vaughn. The heaviest of the three occurred in Butler County, where an EF-1 twister touched down in the village of Jacksonburg and traveled four miles to the northeast, damaging about a dozen properties along the way. We did see some pretty severe impact from this, you know, campers and cars on top of each other, roofs off of houses. So this is certainly a, a high weather impact for Butler County. Emergency Management Director Matt Haverkost. Tornadoes were also confirmed in Clark and Pickaway counties. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Governor Mike DeWine was back in East Palestine today visiting the site of last month's train derailment. ONN's Angela Ann has more. The governor's office said the rain this week forced a change in how some of that contaminated water is hauled away. Now, yesterday, the U.S. EPA opened up a new office where people can sign up for air monitoring and cleaning services. Administrator Michael Regan says the launch of the Community Welcome Center, as it's called, will help people in East Palestine get back on its feet. I'm Angela Ann. Police say the man killed at a gas station along I-71 in Morrow County on Sunday night was involved in a crime spree that started in Columbus and that he tried to rob three different people in 20 minutes. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. Police say Keith Moser fired shots and stole a Chevrolet from a gas station around 6.30 p.m. He then abandoned that vehicle five minutes later and fired shots and stole a BMW from a home. Then 10 minutes later tried to rob a food delivery driver. Nobody was injured, but Moser shot and killed a woman at a gas station off I-71 in Morrow County before he was killed by someone else. Police say he was trying to steal another vehicle there. I'm Yolanda Harris. A former member of Ohio's National Guard will spend the next six years in prison. Thomas Devlin was accused of making and selling homemade, untraceable ghost guns. He was previously accused of making threats against a Jewish school. He was sentenced in federal court to more than five years in prison for selling illegal guns and six years in Franklin County Court for terroristic threats. He'll serve both of those sentences at the same time. Former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder is expected to testify in his own defense in federal court in Cincinnati. More from ONN's Tracy Townsend. Yesterday, the prosecution rested its case. Now, you may remember, Householder is charged in a bribery scandal that involved a nuclear bailout of First Energy. Householder had this to say before walking into court this morning. This is the first opportunity I've had in two and a half years to talk, so I can't wait. Please, will be a great day. All right, you might be asking, why would Householder take the stand? One legal analyst told the Columbus Dispatch the racketeering charge leveled against Householder requires criminal intent. Householder might be the only one who can articulate his true intentions. I'm Tracy Townsend. An update on a case of Legionnaire's disease at a jail in Stryker, west of Toledo. ONN's Tim Miller reports. The Correction Center of Northwest Ohio is now back to normal. Water testing came back negative for Legionella bacteria. Testing was ordered after an inmate tested positive for the disease just over a week ago. The Ohio Department of Health may do follow-up water testing at a later date. I'm Tim Miller. A Northeast Ohio high school will be missing a team as spring sports begin. ONN's Laura Queso explains. The Catholic High School in Menor will not have a boys lacrosse team this year after failing to find a new head coach. This comes after a 2022 season filled with controversy. Last year, a player was seen wearing a painted swastika on his calf during the playoff game against Orange High School. Less than one week later, the coach, Chris Hastings, resigned. I'm Laura Queso. 
Mentor is roughly 25 miles northeast of Cleveland. For three years, people receiving SNAP benefits have received extra funding, but that ended yesterday, and benefits are returning to pre-pandemic levels. ONN's Bree Buckley in Cleveland has more with Summit County Communication Director Greta Johnson. The boost ranged from 95 to a few hundred extra dollars per household and was temporary to help during the pandemic, with officials saying senior citizens will be hit the hardest. They've been receiving an additional $258 per month. So when you start to rely on that over the course of several years now, it will require lots of folks to readjust their budgeting. Bree Buckley reporting in Cleveland. Cleveland Hopkins Airport just received a multi-million dollar federal grant. ONN's Stephanie Haney has the story. They'll use the new $3 million grant to resurface 2,100 feet of public transit tunnels from downtown to the airport terminal building and also to update several restrooms to meet ADA requirements. The grant is part of the Biden administration's nearly $1 billion infrastructure package, which is helping to renovate airports across the country. I'm Stephanie Haney. The State Casino Control Commission says Ohioans gambled $1.1 billion on sports betting and won nearly $900 million of it back in the first month it was legal. Casino.org says the numbers immediately put Ohio second in the nation behind only New York in sports betting. Derek Longmire heads the Problem Gambling Network of Ohio and says their helpline received three times the volume of calls this past January. Every single month, the two primary reasons that people call is because of financial issues and because of family problems. So recognize that this just isn't a problem that happens at individual, uh, but there's um, kind of that ripple effect that impacts that family and their larger community. The Problem Gambling Helpline is 800-589-9966. The Cleveland Browns will help kick off the NFL season later this year. ONN's Dave James has more. The Browns will play the New York Jets in the annual Pro Football Hall of Fame game in Canton on Thursday, August 3rd. It's the first appearance in that game for the Browns since 1999 when they played and beat the Dallas Cowboys as a new expansion team following the original Browns' move to Baltimore. Dave James, I went in news. And it's time to say happy birthday to the state of Ohio. On March 1st, 1803, Ohio became the 17th state in the Union, and Chillicothe was the state capital. But the Buckeye State wasn't officially admitted to the U.S. until 1953, because Congress never took a formal vote 220 years ago. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.